Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Make It Happen Today with Lisa and Claire. So today we thought it might be helpful to talk about how to gain clarity on what you want in your life and where you want to be. And sometimes we feel like we're not very happy necessarily with where we're at or where we're going and we can't always pinpoint exactly what that is. Now, there's a tool that we're going to talk about today, which is known as the Wheel of Life. And this can be really useful when you want to pinpoint which areas of your life specifically you would like to give a bit more attention to and then work out how you're going to improve those areas. So the Wheel of Life usually contains between eight and ten categories that surround different areas of your life. And these can include things such as your significant other. Or relationships, family and friends or social life, personal growth or development, fun and leisure, your home environment, your work environment, your career, finances and money, and health and well-being. Now those areas that I mentioned are not, the, the wheel of life is not limited to that. You can take out or add in whichever areas you feel are relevant to yourself, but it's just to give you an idea of the, the kind of areas that most people look at. So what we'll do is we'll put an example on our social media so that you can use that and you can work through it as we talk through it today, or you can just come up with something yourself, whatever works for you. So when you look at each of these areas, it enables you to highlight which areas you are quite content with and others that need attention. And you do that by rating each of your eight to 10 areas between zero being the least happy and 10 being the most content. So if you think about how a 10 would feel or look like for you in each of those areas, it then gives you a starting point of where to rate where you're at now. So this is uh, something you can use uh, a couple of times of of the year, every six months approximately, to see where you're at and to review what might have changed in your life. But there's nothing to stop you from doing it more regularly than that. So if you do use a Wheel of Life template, um, you need to draw a line up to the number of where you feel you're at. So for example, if you mark your lines from zero to 10, you just draw a line at the number that you're at. So if you think that a particular area is at number six, draw a line up to a six. You can shade that area in if it helps. And the idea is, as you go around to each of the segments, it gives you a visual indication of where some of your areas in your life need improvement. So when you rate each of your areas, really think about where you're at at the moment. So as I said earlier, think about what a 10 looks like or feels like for you, and then rate yourself in each of the relevant areas. So for example, with significant other or relationships, how do you feel in that area of your life? You know, do you want a partner? Is that important to you? Or are you actually content with being on your own? It's worth looking out for where you may be comparing to others when you're rating in each of your areas, because this is about you and how you feel and what's important to you. So some areas that you may have scored low is where you might actually be able to get a higher score by making other changes in your other areas of life. So for example, if you did want a partner, 
do you need to look at changing how many hours you work are you working a lot so it limits the amount of time that you actually could interact with other people or are you getting asked out on social occasions and you always decline so therefore limiting opportunities and I know that in the past Claire you'll you'll agree with this like I was very much one for saying no to going out mm-hmm. I was very I am a very shy person and people would like you the years ago people would ask me out on events yourself included and there'd be times where I was like no you know I don't, I don't want to go I, I I got a bit anxious about going out and then it got to the stage where I felt like everyone else was having fun because they were going out and I wasn't but it was because I was limiting myself of doing something like that yeah I, I mean definitely you are totally changed women and I'm so proud of you for that but it's um you know, again, if you you have to look back at that as well and go, okay, ha- not going out and saying no, it does impact your social life. It impacts your relationships. Maybe you're not going out because you don't feel so good. Maybe you don't, like you say, you don't have the confidence. So that might be a low score. So what could you do? So like you say, everything has a knock-on effect. And what can you do to try and make changes in each segment of the wheel to try and improve and pull the other segments up so another one to consider is maybe if you're thinking about the finances and money perhaps your finances are are on a low scale but perhaps your social life's on a high scale so maybe you know you're out a lot you're traveling a lot um you know you're one for shopping I know I can be I I got to everyone is guilty of the Primark situation they go in for a pair of socks and they come out with two bags full um you know but maybe it's something then that you balance out with the work for example so and the career so maybe uh you want to have a certain lifestyle or maybe you just don't earn enough money to support the lifestyle that you have right now so maybe the career um needs to be boosted up a little bit maybe it's time for you to have a look for a new job opportunity Um, something that you know pays a little bit better or maybe even not necessarily pays better maybe you don't maybe you've got a job that's an hour commute away so that's a petrol or a cost or a train cost even eliminating that moving to a, a job that's closer to home will save you money and therefore your finances will go up so there's little tweaks that we can look at um using the wheel that would make good enough changes in other areas um definitely I think uh the work and the career can have an impact on fun and leisure as one of the the wheel segments you suggested I can be quite guilty of that where I'll be in a serious work zone um and I'll say yes to 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 stuff but part of me wants to say no and I'll you know hold back on I'll I'll hold back on getting in the gym so I'm three weeks behind on a workout routine that I like a challenge that I've bought and I followed and I'm three weeks behind because my career and my work environment have taken over my life and so my working out I'm now three weeks behind where I should be on the challenge so that's where for me I I know that I have a slightly imbalance on that it is, it is about finding the balance. I think a lot of us are, are guilty of, you know, overindulging in certain things because we enjoy them. And like, if you really enjoy your job, 
it's easy to get carried away and work all the hours under the sun. And like you say, then if you want to go to the gym and be healthy and get lots of exercise, that doesn't happen because you're busy working. So it's about compromise and balance in your life and finding a lifestyle that is sustainable for you. Because I think if you're not careful, we can end up having peaks and troughs. You know, as I said, you know, visually, if you look at that wheel of life, once you've completed it, if your lines are up and down all over the place, there's not balance in your life. So mm. it is about figuring out what areas am I really happy in, but which areas are also suffering. And that's potentially because of some of the areas that you did feel you were happy with. On, on the face of it but when you delve in deeper you know as we just said with the example of work actually as much as you love your job you other things are being affected by that so it's about finding that compromise between the two areas yeah definitely and I think also it's interesting to think about um for example people with um that have careers that are more of a manual based rather than an office based. So I always think about hairdressers. I mean, I could never be a hairdresser or uh, own a beauty salon or work in a beauty salon or be a masseuse because I have arthritis. So the thought of using my hands in that way every day, if that was my job, my balance about health and well-being versus work environment would probably be very skewed in that respect Mm. and I do wonder um my brother as well he has um mild arthritis and yet he's a greenkeeper but the the job um pays for his lifestyle and pays for everything he needs for his family so he just works through the pain Mm. and puts up with it even though actually if he did this wheel of life he would realize he's really unhappy with that you know especially through the winter and he can't using the machines and everything really affects his hands or his back and stuff like that. But he just hasn't quite found another alternative. But I, it would be interesting if I presented this to him, if it, if it would actually can, you know, give him a consideration of, of someone, another career perhaps to look into. Yeah, but I, I, I think as well, it's not necessarily about another career because if you are, you know passionate about your job and you really enjoy Mm. it but at the same time as you gave the example of your arthritis you know it's affecting that as well I do wonder if there's changes you could make in your current job so it might be that you love your job and you want to keep that but could you make Mm. changes in that could you work with your management to kind of you know if it was a manual job as you you mentioned Claire could you do something that's not as much time doing the manual stuff so it's a balance of manual and you know something sitting down I mean I don't, it's not it's easier said than done I think but that's what this is all about it's about exploring mm. actually what changes can I make because even in the areas that you are happy with if they are affecting other areas what can you adapt you know it's about thinking about the bigger picture so it's not black and white like I'm happy here and I'm not here it's about okay well I'm happy here but this is affecting that or I'm not happy here so that's also affecting this other area what changes can you make and the important thing is not to focus on lots of things changing lots of things at any one time because that's not realistic either so it's worth thinking about which areas are the most important to you that you feel are affecting your life the most and then kind of reflecting on right what's not right here 
what is it affecting what can I change what plan can I make to improve this area of my life going forward and be realistic about when it can be done you know as we've said before you know don't expect changes to happen overnight because that doesn't happen but just small changes can make a huge difference or even putting together a bit of a plan of what you're going to do is the start of it so and then it's just working through it and as I said in the beginning if you review it again in six months time or however long you need you can do the wheel of life again and see what's changed and that's quite interesting to do Um, life coaches do this a lot with their clients and they'll even do it over the period that they're seeing a client so if that's six sessions for example that they might ask you to do a wheel of life at the beginning and then again at the end so that six sessions can be weekly monthly it's whatever the client wants and then they'll say to the client right where you where are you at now and that's quite fascinating to look back on is how much progress you make in those kind of situations as well because it's all about putting your focus into improving your your life so that it's balanced yeah, I think that's really interesting, actually. And I, and I agree with you about doing it every six months. And there is perhaps something to be said for doing it a little. If you've got, you know, if you're particularly unhappy, perhaps, and you want to make either quite a big change or you want to make, you know, a few little ones just to reach some sort of equilibrium. You know, I think that's really interesting to do that on perhaps a, a, a more frequent basis, because mm. then if you reflect back, like reflecting back over a six month period is amazing. And I'm sure that so many people would make, you know, see such a difference. But I think we've talked about this before about almost the little wins, isn't it? And I think in one of the, one of the episodes, I said, even stupid stuff, like if I'm clearing out my junk room or whatever, I take a before and an after, because then I just, it's just a sense of satisfaction for me. And I think that's something so trivial in, in this, um, wheel scenario but it could be something so powerful as well where you think okay I'm really unhappy with this or maybe it's four things right so you go I'm going to focus on this one and you do it today and you set in a plan so maybe you go okay I'm going to give myself a month Mm. and I'm going to review it again in a month and then over the course of like two three four months you can see the progress refer back to the the original one and look at how far you came. And I think that could be really, really powerful and and keep people on track as well. I know that would, you know, keep me going personally. I would say, okay, yeah, I can see some progress. I feel the progress, um, whether it's physically or mentally or emotionally, just then by making those little little steps, sorry, and looking at, on a monthly basis or like you say however often you want to do it but seeing those changes coming together would make a big impact on me definitely yeah and it is very similar to taking a photograph as you said it's just that Hmm. you're writing it on paper and you know as we've mentioned before like journaling anything that you need to get out of your head onto paper it helps put things into context a bit better but it also gives you something to compare to so as you said you know you you write down now where you're at in your life review it again whether it be in a month's time six months or even a year it's entirely up to you It, it moves at your pace it's a very good way of going wow, look how far I've actually come because I was Mm. at a four, say, for example, in my career, I was at a four. And actually I decided that I didn't like my job 
I wanted to put myself out there and do something completely different. I'm now working in a job that I love and I'm now at an eight. You know, mm. it's, it's, it's not even about getting to a 10. I mean, 10 is the ideal, but I think it's also important to remember that people's lives are not perfect or content all the time. You know, there's always yeah. going to be times where we're unhappy in an area. Things are always going to go on. So don't feel like you always have to be high up there on your wheel of life in all areas because that's not realistic either. It's just about focusing your energy on the areas that are affecting you the most. And as I said, you know, one at a time is best, but there's nothing stopping you doing more than that. And you may even find it's a ripple effect in other areas once you fix one. But I think the important thing is that we don't, like we've said loads and loads of times before, to not compare to other people and to not think that your life has to be perfect all of the time because it's okay to have times where the things aren't quite going right. This is what this is for, to make a plan to get out of that. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. And I think that is really important. We have talked about that before and I'm sure we'll cover it again about not comparing to other people because... I it's so energy draining on your life I feel like and what works what works for you Lisa doesn't always work for me even do you know what I mean and so how you might handle a situation or how you might want something in your life is not necessarily what I would do or what would work for me and vice versa and so it can be really negative and really draining on you if you think about I want it to look like that because that looks awesome Like they look like they're living their best life. Yeah, they might be living their best life. They might not. It might all just be a Facebook front, (laughs) as we know happens. Mm. But is that the best life for you and what you want in your future and your life? And, you know, to think deep about that, it's nice to look at other people and see what they have going on. But for me, I'm always proud of people. God, I'm you've got that. Wow. Good for you. I wish I had that. (laughs) Or I just think good for you, but that's not for me. You know, don't, you have to really think about what's important for yourself. And it's definitely important not to, not to compare um, and think that the grass is always greener because it's not always, you know. Yeah, and, and doing this activity itself may even highlight that that's exactly what you're doing, that the reason you feel low on these things is because actually you're comparing to somebody else, but you've got to think of your own situation. And it is easier said than done. I think with social media and advertising, it makes us think our lives need to be a certain way, but it is what works for you. We're all different. What you enjoy in life is different to somebody else. And yeah absolutely this this whole activity could be a massive eye-opener because I think for some people it highlights areas they hadn't even considered were affected and actually you know good and bad you know things that they thought they were content with that actually they're not as happy because again when we when we look at the areas where we scored high and low and explore those that's when things come out that you think actually I thought I was quite low on that but I'm going to up my score now. So you can change it, you know, as and when you delve into this mm. and you understand those because we come to realisations all the time. As soon as you start writing stuff down, it gives you another viewpoint to think about. So um, it's it's a really useful activity. It gives you clarity on what you need to change and it can give you an idea of where you need to make changes. And once you stick to it, who knows, you know, what can happen? you can improve 
one area of your life and it as I said it has a ripple effect into lots of other different areas so it's definitely worth giving a go as I said I'll put an example on our social media feel free to do your own or look up there's lots and lots of examples online um, but this I cannot recommend this enough it's, it's a really useful activity if you feel like something's lacking give it a go you've got nothing to lose and again doesn't cost anything well, I'm off to do mine. <laughs> Let's see how I get on with, uh, with doing my new one. <laughs> we would love to see your wheel of life. So once you've done them, we'd love to see your feedback and your goals, things that you're going to work on. So please have a look at us on social media. Tag us in any that you feel confident to put out there um, or feel free to send them on a DM. We do understand it's very personal. Um, but if you feel confident enough to share with us, we would love to see it. And we thank you for listening to us once again. And we'll be back at the same time next week. Have a great, great week.